Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much for coming back. This is part two with Zara Bidwa from Zara Moves. This time around, we dive in even deeper in conversation and we get even more personal with Zara, where she shares what was actually happening in her personal life during this COVID time. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook under Umami Conversation, one word. And also leave your comments, your reviews, answer the questions in the polls that we leave if you are tuning in from Spotify. Stay blessed and enjoy the ride. Like, there's just so many terminologies that we were abusing during like this racism time that I was just like, yeah. Anyways, let me not go off track. So you're dealing with solitude, right? So, and especially as people who, you know, people from the African diaspora. Okay? I like that. Yes. Um, we are not taught to express, understand our feelings, emotion, yeah. and trauma. Yeah. And we are very good at avoiding. Normal. And how do we avoid? We make life busy. I am probably the queen of making life busy and not dealing with stuff because I don't have time in my head. But now there's nothing to keep you busy, you know, especially if you didn't have, because if you didn't work either in like the legal field, a nine to five, or you can, you know, be on, on Zoom um, or in the medical field, you had no job. Right. And sadly, from what you're saying, Zara, it brings me back to even, I, I, it's, I just remember there was a lot of, sorry to use this word, but there was a lot of suicide. Absolutely. That was happening, yeah. especially in the community. Absolutely. Um, because now it's like, you, like, because think of it, like you have no source of income, you have access to nobody. You know, if unfortunately for you, somebody has, is sick or passed away, but you can't be able to get to them. Right. And then now your brain's like, oh, you're, you're on rest mode. Okay. I'm going to now poking your brain, everything that you have refused to deal with. So you're dealing with your present that is very real. And now everything that you have suppressed is now saying, oh, let me cup on the surfront. So it's like the unconscious mind is like, yay, it's time for me. <laughs> Absolutely. So then it's like, so, and, and then, and then because we were never really taught to deal with our emotions, now you're yeah. being hit with this, but you have yeah. no tools to deal with to it. deal with them. Right. And because yeah. also we're not taught to express our feelings because it's like, you know, don't tell people your business. You have no outlet. And for artists, that was your only outlet. And that also has been cut. And that was all that I was, I was going to make so that now point. And do? a lot of artists dancing was, was it, that's how they dealt with things. So it was, it was, it was a lot. It was honestly, um, it was a lot to be able to deal with. And then you add on, you know, racism and you know segregation and i find it so interesting that during this time as a you know an educator and dancer um these were the conversations that you guys were having i would have honestly never thought that there was so much i if i could use the word trauma um in that world you know so thank you so much for bringing that up i think i think for me also it's like i was blessed to well, one, I kind of, I mean, you were there as well. I kind of reached out to a couple of people and started having people just talk because like you, like, you know, from separate conversations that I was having, I could tell that people needed an outlet. So I did that for a little while. And then the people that I surrounded myself with, like we started having like, I mean, we were always having like honest conversations, but I think now it's like, we're taking the blindfolds off, you know, and we've yeah, had, we went, you went, yeah, in we deep. went some deep conversations, you know, even with, um, 
black male friends of mine were having conversations oh, yeah. where I was just like, yo, yeah. you know, yeah. like because the brothers, yeah, because yeah. the brother, the one, you know, you're, you're being, you know, assassinated or, or being left, right and center. But then your whole life, you have always, we've always told you to be strong, be the yeah. strong black male. The yeah. black, okay. Mm-hmm. You no, know, we're done. Like at, at some point I was like, okay, could we stop with this whole Boys, don't thing? Cry. No, let's stop. Mm-hmm. Cry. Okay. Cry. You need to cry, yeah. cry. You need to yell, yell. You can yeah. kill my eardrum for all I care. Like we need to, to 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 take it out. So I think you know, COVID. As much as it was annoying, I think it was a blessing in disguise because it allowed people to pause, to think, to reflect, to 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 take out the weeds. You know, to plug out the weeds, um, the ish that you were dealing with to deal with it. Your generational trauma to start dealing with that to have some really uncomfortable conversation with your family. You know, yeah. like I've had some very uncomfortable conversations with my family, but then again, I'm just, you know, the odd one in my family that will ask questions all the time. But, um, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm the annoying one. I'm the middle child. Me and you, boo. Me and you. And middle child syndrome, but we're going to tell you. Um, but I'm the first born. So it's just like, I think I think it's just our generation also. Yeah, the, um, the 80s. I, I think it's just something about our generation. Yeah, like just yeah. just like you, I had to ask my mom um, some very serious questions, and until now, I still do. And sometimes my sister, like my younger sisters, are just like, "Yo, Ama, do you really have to?" I'm like, "Yes," because I want to know what it is. Like, you can't. And and just like you said, just like how being being of African. Uh, would you say African descent? Or, oh, you can say African or Af- descent, or okay. the people would be African, the African African diaspora, African descent. Okay, so the it's, African diaspora. I don't want to say black <laughs> and people of color and right. BIPOC and oh, gosh. Anyways, I think we'll have a another episode where we we dive into that Close because way. it's yeah. Anyways, um, our parents they were also dealing with stuff like you know like during this pandemic so it's just like we were never taught how to share um but it's great that you you, you've came to that realization being in the dance world and being such an an instrument in that in that world in toronto and i really hope that um toronto not only toronto gets to benefit of your greatness but like beyond that you know um because you you don't only dance but you also bring about um subjects and situations that affect us all that affect the human being. So um, thank you so much for, for, for that, Zara. But so, okay. We heard about it all. We heard about what you're going on, what was going on during COVID um, and racism happened. All of these things was going on. People were being canceled. That, 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 that. Now you, for you, for you. Um, how, how was like, just, just the process, like, did you feel like you were losing yourself as a dancer as the months went on? How were you coping with, like, just the dancing? Because I know that what as a dancer, as you mentioned, if you're not performing, you're, um, you're preparing, you know? If you're not preparing, you're, you're just always on the go when you're mining, you're all the time. But now that there's nothing happening... How did you deal with that? I remember we were sharing something, and if I'm allowed to say this, uh, where I was kind of suggesting like meditation, you know, and you're like, mm, it's not really my thing, but I do cope by dancing. Mm-hmm. But then you're not 
dancing the way that you usually dance? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think in the beginning I was like, let me take this rest because you know dance also does a lot of things on the body. <laughs> For sure. For um. Sure. So yeah. So after I was dealing with the rest, I think um, I kind of sat down. And focused on, okay, cool. So I say that I have this brand. What is this brand? I think, I think prior to, to COVID, because I was so on the go, like really I was making it up as I go along. Like I was like, okay, cool. Zara moves. What is it? I was like, oh, well, you know, I do movement and I demonstrate black girl magic, da, 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 da. And not to say that I didn't, I didn't believe what I was saying, but I was just like, it just kind of, because also I was never really intending of having the brand. It just kind of came up, you know, it just kind of happened, one of those things. Um, so I think before COVID, I was just going, go, 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 go. I'm here, I'm here, I'm there, there, there. But I didn't really have time to solidify or to think or to be like, okay, well, what is this root? And what is it? Like, what, are you, what branch are you trying to do? Like, what are you really trying to do with this thing? Because now you claim that you have this brand. So I think in the beginning, it was good to give me an opportunity to figure out, okay, so you have this brand, um, you really, because I was really, really, really stuck on the two aspects, right? My two branches was the educational part and the performance part. So I said, okay, well, cool. If you're saying you have these two branches, now what is your layout? So in the beginning, I wasn't minding not dancing so much. I mean, I was still doing online classes here and there, but I wasn't minding so much because it was giving me an opportunity to be to figure out what 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 the brand was and also who I am as a teacher, who I am as a dancer, who I am as a choreographer, right? A lot of the times I feel like we we put these things interchangeably, but for me they're very three they're different. different. Um yeah, yeah they're 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 three different um they're three different jobs or three different capacities and three different yeah. abilities, right? Yeah. Um and I approach them all all different ways. So for me, I really had to figure out who I was as an artist um, and then who the brand was and how the brand was going to continue, right? If life was online forever, ever kingdom come, how is this brand going to continue? If we went back to normal, how is this brand going to continue? Because I said, okay, well, I've been given a unique opportunity to kind of restart, then we're going to do it properly. Okay. So that's in the beginning. It was a lot of thinking going on, Um, you know, and then, and then what started happening is that, like I said before, I started getting all these contracts, but most of the contract involved me talking about the history of the movement and not necessarily doing a movement itself component. So then that also helped me. Cause I think for me, I take, um, I don't believe in coincidence. I feel like everything happens for a reason. So when yes. it happens, I try to take the lesson, good or bad. <laughs> yes. Good or bad. Um, I try to take, I try to take the thing from it. So I think when I was really understanding what I wanted to do, then I laughed. I shouldn't laugh. So when I really understood what I wanted to do with this artist thing, this was artistic journey of mine, I lost my job. <laughs> we're at, yo, and it was and it was so weird because I'm just like, so we're in um, August at this point, right? And I get told that the the detention center that I'm working on is closing the 1st of October. I'm like, what is still in the height of my man? And for those who live in Ontario, we're going through our like 15th lockdown at this point. Like, yeah. how <laughs> are you telling me that the only job that has like saved me during COVID, I am losing this job. Like now I'm like, I wasn't freaking out before. Now I'm like, I was like, yo, I'm like, listen, like, I know Jesus, you carried me through this time, but this one, 
I don't know about this. Like, I take know. the wheel, take the wheel. Yo, I was like, I don't know about this hurdle. Whatever window you're gonna open for me, like, can we do it now? Because like, I am. I have a month, and I'm going to be unemployed. You know, because it's all good that I was getting like online gigs here and there, but those online gigs is not gonna pay the rent. It's not gonna pay everything. Um, but uh, but it's so funny because it's like. So I lost my job. Okay, cool. I was like out of a job for about like maybe a month. And then um, another artist friend of mine had called me and said, oh, there's this like black led arts organization that's looking for an administrative assistant. Um, Just try it out, you know, and see what happens. And I was like, okay, cool. And the moment that I got that job, then I started to get even more contracts. And next thing you know, November, 2020, I'm like, I'm doing dance full time guys what? How? Right. And I was just like, it was so weird because in my head I was going to do dance full time in May. I mean, we pushed it back a little bit, but then I was like, yo, it's the, 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 That's so true. the power. It just took a different turn. Yeah. So I was just like, yo, the, the, the power of speaking things to existence is real because I had already said in 2020 guys, I'm going to be doing dance full time, you know? And then now it materialized. Right. So I, you know, I, I do, I work for the arts organization and then, you know, I do, um, like history culture seminars and then I do dance and I was like, how is it that during COVID? So COVID for I'm me getting emotional. I don't know. Yo, why COVID for me, and you know we've had conversations. <laughs> COVID for me was a blessing in disguise. Because I don't think as much I don't know, like looking back now, as much as I really had in my head that I was gonna go dance full time in May, I don't think you that without COVID I didn't know how. I just I just I just said I was gonna do it. But I think COVID really allowed me to really solidify who I was as an artist and where I wanted to go. And then that pushed me to do certain things or to talk to certain people to now that I do, everything that I do has to do with dance. Like I don't do, I don't do everything nothing. Everything you I do. I remember when you shared, <laughs> you shared that with me, Zara. I was like, head over heat. Like I, I was like, what? what? <laughs> How? Like it just happened. And I love the fact that, you know what? It makes me think about something as like, you know, anytime that we decide of whatever that we want to do, sometimes we might not know the process that we're going to have to go through in order to get there. We might not even know like what's going to happen, like everything that happened in between you losing your job. You didn't expect to lose your job. We don't know what I'm sure in your head, you're like, yeah, I'm going to quit this. I'm going to quit that. But it's like, no, they quit on you type of thing. right? Like, you didn't know all of your that. Your time's but, up. Bye. Right? <laughs> but, you know, one of the things is like you still stay consistent. You still stay relevant. You still had, you know, that desire and everything. And it opened up a different type of door. But um, I think it's it's literally, it's what you wanted. Maybe not in the same way that you had perceived it, but it's, it's that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's that. And I think even the, the things that I was, you know, the, the projects that I've been fortunate to do even during, you know, when life went on pause or stop or rewind, because we kept going back and forth at this point. Um, I've honestly liked my work better <laughs> from 2020 going than my work before. I feel like my work before now, when I look at it, it was like the groundwork and not to say that I don't like it. Um, I just, I just feel like I'm not really attached to anything before 2020. I feel like it was just a groundwork to prepare me for um for 2020 this. and going so now like all the project now it takes me also a little longer to do projects now but all the projects that i've done um 
it's really, it's more intentional. Um, I'm telling, you know, more stories. Um, I'm showing a different side, you know what I mean? Like I've done different things, right? So it's like through COVID, I ended up finally doing what I wanted to do. I've always wanted to do a project where I can mix all my three styles together. So Afrobeats, traditional African, uh, traditional West African and Afro-Caribbean folklore. And I got to do that during COVID, right? I got to do that. Um, I've wanted, always wanted to do, you know, the Afro smooth one. I got to do that. I got to be yes, closer, um, featuring your spoken word, right? Like there's just yes. certain things that I've always wanted to do, but I've always been like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Or I didn't know, or I didn't know. Right. Or I was waiting for. The so it helped you like, literally tap into a different creative part of you. Because it like, shut down the noise of life. Oof. For me, I think I think for me sometimes um, because I'm so busy and you know like I don't like to stay still like I'm naturally like eh, all the time. So I think with 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 you know life literally going on stop at some point, um, it allowed me to shut down the busyness um, and fluff of life because I think sometimes I just fill life with fluff because I just feel like I need to fill all 24 hours of a day. Yeah, um, but because it shut down the noise. I actually got to hear my own creativity. I'm like, it, it made spe- spe- this, the creativity was like, oh, I have a red carpet now. All right, here we go, right? Um, which didn't have space before because I had to fight. You were just so busy. We had to fight. It was many cluttered, things. but it was it was cluttered. Like not only life, I think it was also cluttered with like emotions. It was also cluttered with like past things that I was like, oh, we're not going through anymore. Like I'm, I'm very good at just closing books, right? I'm just like, yeah. oh, that happened. Okay, cool, close a book. But I don't, yeah. I don't realize that. Yeah, the event is not happening anymore, but there's also emotional and thoughts and, and whatever that's connected to that. But I just shut it yeah. down, right? So yeah. I think now that I've kind of dealt with my ish, you know, um, and I'm not an emotional person. So being emotional during COVID was not an interesting, you know, <laughs> we were fighting. Like I was upset. I, you. I was, uh, I, it sounds so bad that I was upset of being emotional, but hey, yeah. if you know me, that's just what it was. Yeah. But but because I was, I was able to clear so much, you know, be it trauma, be it, past be it whatever it allowed space so because of that like i really you know it sounds really wrong but i'm kind of really thankful that covid happened um yeah but you know Zara, one of the things longer. one of the things that i think you mentioned it too that we have to realize as humans is like shit's gonna happen oh, for sure. like things are no matter what yeah Yesterday, I was actually having that conversation with my husband. And he was like, listen, you're going to lose something. Something is going to happen that will devastate you. No, no matter how much you try to live the, the perfect life, you know, no matter how hard you try, something will happen. Yeah, but the thing but, is, it's like something also has to happen. Like, not to cut you, but I, th- I yes, feel like people have to yes. also get out of this conception that it's yes. going to be rainbows and trees, right? Yes. Um, I think, like, my mother says it best. She goes, you have to go through a test in order to get a testimony, right? Like, you can't, like, you cannot, I don't care what anybody says. If your life is happy all the time, I'm gonna, I, it's going to be really traumatic when something happens. But that's not even, like... Is that even a thing? I don't, I don't know. But I'm just saying that like, I, for me, it's like it builds character. It builds resilience. It builds you right? up. Like yeah. you, you learn from, you learn from your good things, but you also learn from your mistakes. Right. Yeah. Like I feel like you need to go through some stuff because that's just like the circle of life. Right. Like I like to say yeah. your yellow brick road. Right. Like that's just your mm. journey of life. You'll go through some ups, you'll go just even like people. Right. Like, like sometimes people are like, oh my God, I lost my friend. No, she needed to go. 
right? Mm. Like people come into your life for a reason or a season. Once they've passed that reason or season, sometimes you need to let them go because if you keep them past, they're going to be more detrimental than the good that they did. It's like basically like drinking expired milk. Milk was great before mm. that deadline. But then after that deadline, the you're going to have food poisoning. People are the same thing, are the same way. Life Real is talk. the same way. You know what I mean? So I feel like, you know, as much as sometimes people are like, oh my gosh, COVID. I say, yeah, but for me, I do have to, you have to find the I good. have to take the blessing. I, yo, like I can't, it would be as much as like COVID already affected people. It's like, I have to say that COVID is a part of my story because yes. through COVID and everything that involved in that helped me now make my passion a career, make my passion, my job. Right. So it's like, sometimes things have to happen. Right. If I didn't like, if I didn't lose my job at a detention center, I don't think I would have known about the arts organization. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if I, cause we're, we're so caught up in, in the, in the regular, you know, and Zara, I commend you for this because you, you took, you could have been like the God knows how many people that sunk. You could have been there. Mm-hmm. We all could have been there, mm-hmm. but you took a chance on yourself. Mm-hmm. I think you took a chance on yourself and said, okay, all of these things are coming up. It's either I deal with it right now, or I just keep sinking, <laughs> you know, and, and knowing that there is this greatness inside of you and knowing that there's more to life, there's more to it. You just kept going and going and going and just shedding and shedding and shedding and shedding. And now look at where you're at. Mm-hmm. Like we've, I think all been given, that- like we've all been giving a light, right? And I think yeah. it's just exploring that light in whatever capacity facet that is that it is and not being like shy away from it, right? Like you yeah. don't have to go full force, right? Not everybody has a capability to be like, I'm just going to dive, right? But just like, you know, maybe tip your toe a little bit and then see and then see what happens. Because there's just like, there's a gr- I don't know, there's just a great feeling that happens when you're just like tapping into your light, whether it's full force or just a little bit. There's just like, I don't know. There's just like a joyous feeling there about is. it. I'm just because your soul is is finally content. Like, okay. yes, she knows, she understands, he understands. Like, this is us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like your 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 whole your, everything about you comes to life mm-hmm. when you are. I think I, I was reading. I was reading. Um, this post, if I remember carefully, it said, it said, do not chase your dreams, but be in alignment with your destiny. Mm. Say that one more time. Say that one more time. Do not chase your dreams, but be in alignment with your destiny or, or chase the alignment of your destiny, something in the story, right? Mm. So a lot of us are busy chasing these dreams, but this dream that you are chasing, just as you Perfect example, perfect example, Zara. You were chasing a dream of going full time on dancing, and I'm sure in your mind you perceive dancing as doing the the teaching, the choreographing, the and and, and teaching girl teaching choreography and dancing. Mm-hmm. The dancer that you are, probably that's what you were going to do. All of those three full time, bang bang bang. But was that in alignment to your destiny? Mm-hmm. So now you find you now you find yourself in this field of dance. <laughs> but, and I remember you told me like, you're like, I actually really like this part of dancing. Like, it's like the way you're feeling is because you're in alignment to your destiny right now, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I think it's, it's a beautiful thing that this life going on pause did you some good, good. 
Yeah. I really, really love and I that. Think, I think also to appreciate, like, for me, I appreciate the journey and, like, the the walking through it. I think a lot of the times, which is funny because I was having this, like, conversation with my friend on Wednesday. And he was just like, I want to do this and I want to do this and, and nothing's happening and da, 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 and I'm frustrated. And I was like, what did you do? Because like I, because I know what he does and I talk to him all the time. I'm like, what did you do yesterday? And he's like, oh, I was at that event. I said, okay, cool. What did you do last week? And he's like, oh, I was like, I was like editing this thing. I said, okay, cool. What did you do the week before? Right. And I kept going and going. And he was like, why do you keep asking me these questions? I'm like, because you are so focused on the end result. You're so focused on the end result that you're not enjoying the journey. You will get there, but just look at all these beautiful milestones that you have been able to accomplish to get there. So don't say you're not doing anything. You're doing a lot. It's that you're just so focused on the ending that you're not enjoying the race. You're not enjoying the walk, right? You know, I tell I tell dancers all the time. I said, if you ever get to a point where you're just like, I know everything, quit, right? It's because, a lie. because it's not possible, right? But the thing is, we have to enjoy our journey, good or bad. You have to enjoy the journey, right? Like, and 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 because then when you get to wherever it is that you get to, right? If, let's say. Um, I don't know what my end goal is yet, but, um, if let's say my end goal was to have a musical production, let's say to choreograph a musical production, right? Let's say that was my end goal. Okay, great. But if I don't enjoy the journey of, you know, like creating the story, finding the musicians, you know, um, session times, the, the dancers, anyway, so I can go out of all the things. If I don't enjoy that and then I get to the musical, we do the musical, it's a success. Guaranteed a week after, I'm going to be like, oh, okay, so now what? But if I enjoy the journey, after the musical is over, I may have made connections to do other things. I may have, you know, learned that I have other talents um, to push me to, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like you need to enjoy the journey and then also keep keep having other milestones right you're like okay cool i'll do this and then i'll do this and it keeps you hungry it's so true it does keep you hungry Mm -hmm. enjoying the journey is definitely key so right now you're you're back at um doing choreography um you're back you're teaching now right so like covid now this is post-covid well we're still kind of in (laughs) in but things are open i don't know we press play slow-mo at this point yeah, we're slowly diving back into it. Is it the same feel when you when um, Ontario said that okay, like dancing and gyms and all that good stuff, you guys could open now? Was it like a drag going back for you, or was it more of yay, I get to go back? Or once you got there, you were like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I did this. Honestly, <laughs> oh yeah, this is how it felt. It was mixed emotions. It was mixed mm. emotions. On one hand, I was happy because I was like, humans. Yes. Not my computer with these tiny little boxes, right? So it, it was great to see humans again and also to see humans in their full body. Because <laughs> when you're yes. on Zoom, depending on everybody's, you know, one, comf- comfortability. So some people you never saw them because they're, they're, it was always a black screen. Um, two, depending on how your house was or the equipment that you were using, I would only see either your waist up or not see your head. It was, it was a whole, it was a whole, it was a whole issue. So it was nice to see humans in their fullness. But then it was, but then it was weird because one, it's different when you dance by yourself and you, or some people just stop dancing altogether for the two years. My body was slower. <laughs> Yo, just like like small things. Like before I would teach a class and I'd be like, yay. You know, and now it's like I teach a class and I'm like, 
yo, this is a lot of work, you know? But even online, on, teaching online was a lot, a lot of work compared to teaching in the studio. Yeah, because you, you have to bring forward the same energy that you alone in your... Yeah, but not only that, like when you're teaching in person, I can like stop dancing and just watch you. When you're teaching online, they're depending on you. So you're doing it 46 times. Um, anyway, so yeah, so the, it was, it was nice to see, it was nice to see humans. It was nice to sort of be back in what we used to do. The reason why it was, it was bittersweet because now it's like, you had like the, the number restrictions, right? So, you know, before uh, yeah. we had like 20 people in a class, now we're down to nine. And it's like, I have to dance with a mask. I'm doing cardio with a mask. That's a lot, right? So it's like, even like, even people, and because I am very, like, my facial expressions are very live. So like, it was also, there was like blockade because like the, you know, the mask, all you see is eyes. So in terms of even of energy and connection, there's a blockade there, even if we're in person. And even speaking of the blockade, everybody was at different levels with this like, human connection human touch paranoia type of situation so you're with people but you're also like oh this is a lot of people you're around. still you're like mm. like subconsciously you're it plays tricks on you right because we've been told oh my gosh like if you like look at a human you'll get sick so um so yeah so like it's your subconscious plays tricks on you you're just like oh there's a lot of people around me Right. And then it's like, nobody, like, do we hug? Do we not hug? Do we handshake? Do we not handshake? Do we, right? Even if you talk to people, like, they're trying to say yes to you, but if you don't actually speak through your mask, I don't hear you. Yeah, I have to yeah, yell yeah. through the mask, through the music, through the sweat. Like, that was a lot. Yeah. It was, it, yeah. it, it was a lot. Um, and even performing in the beginning, it wasn't the same because we were just performing for a camera. Right. Yeah. Because it's only recently now that we can actually have live performances. Like unless it was summer, but I mean, if you live in Canada, summer, you get it for what, four or five months, not even. So in the winter times, because we weren't allowed live performances yet, yeah, you're performing for a camera. Right. So performing just with you and the cameraman is different than you and the energy with an audience. With an audience. So in the beginning it was very, very weird. Right. And then there was a lot of things that you could do. So even when it was summertime, and we were performing, it was like, especially because I do, you know, African and Caribbean descent movement, you mm -hmm. rely on the energy of the, of the people, you rely on the call and response, but now they're not allowed to dance. So they can only watch you, right? Like they can't yell because, you know, you can, you can yell or sting during COVID at some point. So, so now it's like, everybody has become this stoic person just watching you. And then you're just like, are they enjoying it? Or are they not? Because they can't they respond know. the way that we used to be able to respond. Um, it's not the same type of energy exchange as, as it used to be. No. So in the beginning, it was really hard. I was just like, yeah, I don't know about this thing. <laughs> I don't want to do this thing. I think now it's, it's gotten a little better and we've gotten a little bit more comfortable with each other and the restrictions have lifted a little bit more and stuff like that. Like theater spaces are open now. And, and I mean, the numbers are still limited, but at least theater spaces are open so we can be able to perform in front of live audiences. Um, and they can yell and have some type of, of call and response and stuff like that. So, so it's getting a little better um, and things. So yeah, it's getting a little better. Um, and we're, we're starting to slowly have more performances because before it was like, you had one performance and then it was canceled and then, you know, and then we were on lockdown again and yeah, whatever the case may be. So yeah. So it's, it's getting, it's getting better. I mean, online is okay. still there. Online is here to stay. So I'm still. Doing yeah. Online. That's, that's for sure. Yeah, so I'm like, still doing hybrid. I think what's difficult 
now um, I've only done it once and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to do this. Like we have hybrid classes now. So you have people who are online, but at the same time, you have people who are behind you in class. So having now to pull all these focus, oh. I did one of them and I told the studio, I says, um, I would like to not do this again, please. Um, <laughs> but I, but I mean, I have to get over myself because this might be our new reality. The new reality. Cause not everyone's going to feel comfortable um, going back into the world. And that's uh, also another really sad part. As much as COVID, you know, it was a blessing in disguise for you, for some other people, it, it is and has been and will probably always be a very traumatic time in for their sure. life, lifetime. Sure. And just before we end talking about it being a very traumatic time, I would, can you, I know you said a lot, you, you gave a lot of different tips and encouragement. Can you just give somebody out there, an artist out there that probably has given up, um, or gave up during COVID, um, their are artistic, you know, abilities because they weren't able to deal with, with the lockdown and all of that stuff and the human connection and all of that good stuff or whatever that in it, whatever caused them to give up. Can you, just give them a word of encouragement. I would say look within yourself. Look within yourself. Um, literally, like, search deep within yourself and look at the root of what brings you joy. And if art is what brings you joy, then then art is what you 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 have to try. I, I don't want to say have to because that's not nice, but art is, 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 it may be something you want to delve into, right? Um, and start small. You know what I mean? Like, um, even if you were somebody who was doing it on a larger scale before, but then, you know, because of COVID and everything, things took a, a left or maybe because like, you know, closed opportunities or closed door, I would say start small, start small um, and build, um, talk to people, build a network. You know what I mean? Like, um, I always say like your tribe is what gets you far, you know, like I've, I've kind of built you know, a tribe. And I think that's what keeps me going. So even the times where I'm just like, yo guys, I'm over this, you know, they'll be like, so when's the next project? So what are we doing? And I was like, oh, right. <laughs> These people. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I think the key things would be like, you know, look within yourself, um, find a tribe, you know, a source of encouragement um, and do baby steps. I love that. Yeah. I love that. My goodness. My goodness. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for um, for this privilege, actually, to, you know, um, share and hear your experience during COVID as a dancer. Yes, guys, this was Zamu's on Umami Conversation. If somebody wants to follow you or, you know, want to get connected with you, where can they find you? Um, So my Instagram handle... <laughs> I'm always bad at doing that. People, I'll do stuff and I'll just walk away. Like, how do we get in contact with her? It's like, oh, right. I'm supposed to do that. Um, yeah. So my Instagram handle is um, at Zara, Z-A-H-R-A underscore moves, M-O-V-E-S. Website, ZaraMoves.com. Email, ZaraMoves at gmail.com. So those are the three ways that you can get in contact with me. Also, if you like, you know, in terms of tribe, if you need, you know, encouragement or there's something that you'd like to do and you're not really too sure, like I'm always open to having conversations with me, with you, not with me, not with myself, with you, uh, with conversations with you. Uh, there's no question that is dumb. There's no question out of the reach. Um, there's nothing you can really say that would surprise me, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, so I'm just, you know, I'm always open to lend a, uh, to reach a hand over to, to somebody. Yeah. You're so sweet. 
You're so sweet. Sometimes. Yes. <laughs> We're out, guys. Thank Blessings. you to you. This has been so fun. Yay. I'm so humbled Yay. by the invitation. Thank you to you. Yay. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And we hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, leave your comments and your reviews, download your favorite episode. This helps Umami Conversation have more visibilities for other listeners that we might not be able to reach. You are the ones that can help us reach them. Now, with your effort and our effort, we believe that Umami Conversation is going to be and is among the top podcasts out there. So until very soon, actually until next Thursday, stay blessed, stay Gucci, and please make sure you put a smile on your face.